Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. And now, part two. In how many states does NNU have a presence? And can you talk also about the global Nurses United? Yes, we have members in almost 48, 49 states. Some of them are represented through our union presence. Some of them are associate members that appreciate our agenda and what we're trying to do with getting ratios nationally. They also appreciate the political work we're doing. And then as far as Global Nurses United, we came together because we felt that there was a lack of dealing with bedside nurses' issues from most professional organizations that nurses might belong to. And even though there's the American Nurses Association and the International Council of Nursing, they focus more on research than they do actually dealing with direct care RNs, day-to-day issues. So we also felt that globally we needed to be able to work in a concerted effort to push for regulations in countries that might not have the best safety standards in their country. And we believe that it can make a difference, just as it made a difference during the Ebola epidemic, Mm -hmm. using our voice in Canada and Australia and the United States brought pressure on the World Health Organization and the United Nations to improve the working conditions of people that were in Libya and Nigeria and West Africa and all of those countries that had outbreaks of Ebola but didn't have the equipment that they needed to provide care for their patients, and we're putting themselves and their families at risk. Absolutely. And so moving on a little bit to more of the political side of things, why are the Republicans so anti-union, and what measures are they taking to destroy organized labor? Well, if you look at the Republicans' philosophy, it is very pro-business, very anti-regulation, and it does not support any structure or body that actually makes them follow rules and holds their feet to the fire when it comes to speaking with one voice to protect workers. They've already decreased the regulations on occupational health and safety, right? They've decreased the environmental protections. They don't want anything that, quote, interferes with business, and they see unions as interfering with their rights to have free reign in the workplace. And so they have jockeyed around the calendar for the Supreme Court where we will be under threat almost immediately, won by the Janus case, which says that public employees don't have to belong to a union and can essentially get all of the service and protections from the union but not have to pay anything for it, which will undermine the solidarity of the union. And then the second is a case that was settled called Kentucky River where nurses were ruled to be supervisors in some cases. And because of lack of clarity on the laws, there are cases in the Supreme Court that could say that all nurses 
our supervisors and therefore unable to join a union, which will be devastating for our ability to advocate for our patients. I know that here in California, we passed laws that said only registered nurses that were licensed in California could give advice to patients. And once those protections are gone, then we could have people that aren't educated and trained to do advice nursing give advice and as a result have patient deaths. The other thing was the drive-by deliveries where women were giving birth and then within eight hours being sent home. And we lobbied to get the ability of a woman to stay in the hospital for 48 hours after delivery so she had time to recover from the delivery and learn how to care and feed her baby. And in California, we have the first nurse-to-patient ratios, which have been well documented as saving lives and saving money. Um, But that would be another protection that would probably go out the window if we don't have unions that will protect those laws and make sure they remain in place. Speaking of legislation, now let's talk about single-payer health care here in California, SB 562. How close are we? Well, it finally passed the Senate, which was no small feat, and it was as a result of nurses and nurses' friends, family, relatives, and our community allies calling all of the senators to make sure that we held the senators that said they were for single-payer accountable and didn't let them just off the hook on this. We had nurses and our community people calling the day of the vote up to the, the very last minute, and we were actually able to get senators to change their vote because they knew their constituents were paying attention. So now it's going to the assembly. There's a whole schedule for this summer that will get it out of the assembly, and then it goes back to the Senate, because I'm sure in the assembly they will want to make amendments. And then it goes back to the Senate for approval, and then goes to the governor's desk. So we'll be covering that all summer. It's really exciting. Uh, Deborah, switching gears a little bit here, what would you say to someone who says that nurses should just take care of patients and stop being activists? Well, that would be like telling a nurse to stop breathing. (laughs) Well, and it's also Uh, like telling, you know, what we do is patient care. And to me, this is patient care. This is is. advocating for your patients. The thing is, is that I've had reporters often asking why nurses care for a healthy economy, why we care for clean air, why we care for safe drinking water. We see the effects of not having these important issues dealt with in the hospital every single day. And we know that just because we're nurses and take care of patients in our hospital beds, that doesn't stop us from reaching out into the community and making our communities a better place to live and work. So very important. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us, Deborah? Actually, I would like people to make sure that they check out either nationalnursesunited.org or healthycalifornia.org so that they can get up-to-date information on how they can help 
get the word out there. There's a lot of materials that people can print out, resources in a number of languages so that everybody can feel like they're part of this fight. Very important. Great. So we'll have those up on the website as well. We've been talking with RN and co-president of National Nurses United, Deborah Berger. To find out more about NNU, visit nnu.org.